0: Welcome to Resilient Minds 365. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Welcome back to another episode of our, our show where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental health challenges to encourage you to thrive, strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I hope you're gonna, I hope you're gonna be really excited about today's guest. Today, we have a special guest with us. We have Katie Dirks-Wager. Did I get that right, Katie? Dirk Swager. It's all good. Okay, Dirk Swager. Okay, we have Katie Dirk Swager with us, which is she is the founder of the Guided Path Coaching. She's a certified professional intuitive life coach. She has been published in the Thrive Global and Lee's Meditation Groups Monthly. She loves helping others reconnect to themselves, find their intuitive gifts, and create the futures that they desire. So, with that said, I now present to you Katie. Dirts Wilder. So, Katie. Hello. So, Madam <laughs> Katie, tell us a little bit more about what you do, how you got started, why, why you are motivated to be a life coach and so forth.
1: So, I got started in this uh, a number of years ago. So, if we go back to my childhood, when I was a little kid, I was reading through my journals as an adult and I recognized that I was actually a depressed kid. I was teased and tormented for um, the majority of my youth. I developed a little early. And so the guys all were making fun of me and the girls also. Mm -hmm. So I looked at it and it was like, I was actually quite depressed when I was a kid, but that wasn't something that was diagnosed. And as an adult, I actually moved around a lot. I moved from Minnesota to Florida to South Carolina and shifted careers. And I was in the situation where I was being sexually harassed at work. It was pervasive. It was um, pretty detrimental to my mental health. And that's when I started actually going to therapy for myself. Mm -hmm. And I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Um, I was actually on medication for all of it. I was on probably all of the medications that you could possibly think of, like Lexapro and and Cymbalta. Um, just because things weren't working. And I was, and it got to the point where I had to take a mental health break from work. So I had a medical leave of absence from work because it had gotten so bad to the point where it was impacting my life, it was impacting my own well being. Mm-hmm. And I was continuing to go to therapy, I was doing group therapy. As well. And I think it's really, really important to talk to people who are going through something that you are so that you can you don't feel as alone, right? So it was at that point when the night terror started. (laughs) So I would wake up screaming in the middle of the night. I was terrified for my life. And I think it triggered. I mean, obviously it was a trauma that we go through. I think we all have gone through some form of trauma or another. And I was at that point diagnosed with PTSD because it was impacting my well-being in my life. I was not able to live fully because I was scared. I was scared of seeing people that I had used to work with. I was scared that I would be retaliated against because it had started to happen at work prior to me leaving. Um, I was scared of, you know, being attacked. I mean, not that logically your brain shifts, right? And it shifts and changes and things that might not seem real, we catastrophize and we kind of go into these scenarios. And so that's the place that I was living in. And I was living in constant fear Mm -hmm. and I was having terrible dreams. Didn't want to leave the house, started going back and eating. Um, I have binge eating disorder. And so that was like my comfort. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I padded myself with that extra weight to like, you know, protect myself because our energy centers, right? Yes. And I'm very impacted by other people's emotions. And so I was going through all of this, still going to therapy, um, eventually got another job and I ended up getting burnt out. So I was focusing back on my mental and my physical health, because I found that when I physically are, am active that also helps as well. Like getting myself out of the house. If I didn't have friends who forced me to get out of the house and then I could talk to, uh, I don't know if I would be here today. Yeah. So, and then the dog, obviously like she makes you get out of the house. She makes you go on walk. She makes you pause. So she's like my little Nana from uh, Peter Pan, the dog. (laughs) (laughs) She takes care of me. So, So I, uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had another job. I got burnt out, ended up having a gallbladder surgery. Um, like I needed a complete change to do something, to share my story and to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so I enrolled in a certified life coaching program through that's accredited by international coaching Federation. Mm-hmm. And I moved across the country.
0: <laughs> wow. So,
1: you know, it was, I needed to leave it. I wasn't running, but I needed a change. And I needed something that would help bring me back to my joy and bring me back to myself. Because I think when we go through trauma, we tend to lose who we really are because we disconnect because it's a protection mechanism. Right. And so I moved across country. I'm living in Oregon. Um, it's a lot different here. It's definitely a culture shock from living in South Carolina for six years. Mm-hmm. But I opened my business in 2019 started leading meditations meditation has been amazing for me and it actually is i'm able to use that gift and help other people connect and get you know their own inner guidance and working with my clients has been just amazing and then sharing my story on social media right like telling people what i've gone through and then hopefully being that person or helping build that community so that other people feel a little less alone
0: mm-hmm. yeah Wow. You sound like you went through a lot. I mean, from the depression to the anxiety, to the sexual assault, it just seems like it was a lot, but through it all, the trauma led to your, to your purpose, um, which is to help other people. And that's always a very good thing, you know, um, where you can take your tests and turn them into a testimony and you can help somebody else out. Um, so that they can discover how they can, they too can actually overcome, which is, yeah, yeah, that's really exciting. I'm really glad that you were able to um, turn your pain into your purpose.
1: (laughs) Me too. I, you know, what's interesting though, it's like when you're going through it, you can't see what it's for. Mm -hmm. You just have to live every day and get through it. And it's hard, it's impossible to try and see the good things, right? Like when you're in the middle of it, you can't see the forest for the trees, like you're in the middle of it. And so it's been, you know, coming out of it is when you start to see, okay, this is meant for something else. This is meant for me to tie into
0: my purpose. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. So, okay, so I guess when you kind of went into um a few questions so um (laughs) answered a few questions which was um so you were so you were officially diagnosed with your with that depression and anxiety as a child or when you were older when i was older um
1: my parents got divorced when i was young and so we went to therapy but i didn't really see the value in it because when you're a kid unless that's something that's common um, there's a lot of stigma around it. There's a lot of, like, you shouldn't be going here. Why do you need to talk to somebody? And so mm-hmm. that wasn't actually diagnosed officially until I was an
0: adult. Okay. So what year would that have been? 2015, 2016. 2016 somewhere 2016. in there. Okay. So it's pretty recent. Pretty recent. So, um, from your, so my question would be, what did you have to do to overcome or bounce back from your yeah. lowest points? List all the resources. So we know you went to therapy. Um, is there anything else that you had to do to bounce back from when you were in your lowest points?
1: So I um, I was going to therapy, one-on-one therapy a couple times a week. Um, I was going twice a week And then I also met with my group. So I had group counseling once a week, therapy twice a week. I met with my regular doctor and got put on several antidepressants and and anxiety medications. Um, I was on, I mean, I could list them all, Mm -hmm. but it's very dependent on, you know, your own brain chemistry and what works for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I always like to say, you know, I always like to say it's very much like birth control. So you have to figure out what works for your body chemistry and your brain brain chemistry to help balance it out. And so I was on maybe four different types of antidepressants and anxiety medication, two at once for a while, just to help manage. Um, And then it was all about the support system. So having family and friends that would back me up, you know, having people that I could talk to, having someone who... (laughs) would force me out of the house. Like we're going on a walk. Like we're gonna get out, we're gonna apply for jobs because at that point I was laid off as well. So it was like dealing with the layoff Mm
0: -hmm. and dealing
1: with all of this other stuff. And it, and I was laid off twice. (laughs) So it's like, okay, we're trying to deal with all of this. So how can we do it? We can only do it together. And it was having a support team around me and building that community and then all of the growth and inspiring books that I could Um, I reverted back to some old habits. So that was a little bit challenging for me, but again, I had people that were around me and supportive that helped me make it through.
0: Amazing. And that's what's so important is having that support system, the the groups, the the surrounding of friends and family and professionals around you that can help you um, bounce forward and, you know, get back to, I guess, I wouldn't say a normal life, but a stable life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And,
1: and I, I actually started working with a coach around that time as well. So the therapist was diving into the past stuff and the coach helped me re-quantify what my goals were. Okay. Um, and I think that that was, that was also you know quite impactful because a lot of times we relive the past and we rewind it in our heads and replay it. And that's actually reliving the trauma because that's where it lives in our brain.
0: Right, right, right. Makes sense, makes sense. So what are three things you wish you had available when you were at your lowest point? You wish you had available.
1: Do I wish I had? Well, she's going to kill me for saying this. (laughs) (laughs) So my mom lives in Minnesota and I was living in South Carolina at the time. Um, she was with me at the onset of when I spoke out against the harassment that was happening at work. Um, but sometimes you just need your mom. Let's be honest. Like sometimes you just need that person who just wants, you just want a big hug. And I think that that was one of the things that I had wished I had more of. Now I, I talk to her all the time, like once or twice a week at that point, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes just a mom hug. Cause there's a difference between a mom hug, right? Oh Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been really helpful for me to have. Um, and I also think, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but if I had had the ability, because I didn't at the time, but to connect with the person that I wanted to become and help me, like, either do a journaling exercise and talk from the perspective of somebody who's moved through it. Mm -hmm. but when we use our own words and connect with that person who's gone through it and kind of kind of give ourselves our own advice um if I had been able to do that and say okay hey this is what's going to happen when I'm out of it like these are the things that I wanted to do that that would have been really helpful as well
0: okay okay cool and um so with that said what words of hope would you give to our listeners what would you tell them about um how to overcome, what, what, you know, what can you do? Um, what would you tell them?
1: You're not alone. Yes. I think that that's the biggest thing is recognizing that there's other people who have gone through something similar. It might not be the same because everyone has a different story and perspective and that's how we view the world, um, but you're not alone. Like you, there are people there to support you asking for help isn't a bad thing. I think it shows our strength.
0: Yes. Um,
1: And I think a lot of us think we feel weak when we ask for help. But if you turn it around and say, okay, how do you feel when someone else asks you for help? You're like, oh yes, thank you for coming to me. So if we can gift that to someone else and ask for help, it really shows one, that we're open for it. And two, it's reciprocal.
0: Right, right, right.
1: the other thing would be, wherever you are right now, is okay. okay. We all move out of it and through it at our own pace. And sometimes we're on medications for the rest of our life and sometimes we're not. And sometimes we go to therapy three times a week for the rest of our life and sometimes we don't. But wherever you are right now is okay using the resources, it's knowing that you can get through it and that you are supported and not alone.
0: Cool. Very good advice. Very good advice. I love it. Love it. So with that said, we are going to switch topics just a little bit. And as you can see behind me, there is a book and the book is called The Music of My Life. And basically that book is about my journey with mental health and music therapy. So my question to you is what type of music do you like? Oh man. If you looked at my playlist, you'd be like,
1: what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Music impacts our mood, right? So music impacts how we feel. And so sometimes we wanna feel like the eighties jams or the nineties jams that you like dance to, right? Or you might want, hip-hop or you might want metal or you might want classical i am not a big fan of country don't know why just have never been a fan of country <laughs> but I, I would listen to almost everything i mean if it, have, it has a good beat it has a good message even sometimes if i think it has a good message but i you know for whatever reason i can't understand what exactly they're saying i make up my own message
0: of course of course so, Cool, cool, so you're very eclectic then. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. I have that, I, I would say I'm eclectic as well. Like I love yeah. all kinds of music, everything. Like I, I, I'm, I'm into everything, everything. Not country, <laughs> not country, but I'm into everything. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so with that said, if you were to think of a song that best describes your journey, what would it be and why?
1: I feel like the song is called strip me by Natasha Bedingfield and it's called strip me. I believe so. Okay. I I can't remember the name off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is really about you can take everything away from me,
0: Mm.
1: everything, but you can't take my voice.
0: So I'm going to use it. Love it. Yeah. Very good message. Very powerful message because you know, in this world, sometimes this world likes to take things for, takes things from us, and there's one thing that you can never do is our freedom of expression the way you know our ability to express ourselves you can't take that away and you know what i mean there's like you can take everything but yeah that's a really that sounds like a really great message in, in and in a really great song well, what's your my, favorite my favorite I have a few favorites actually, but um I like, I'm a very happy person. So my favorite song is Happy from (laughs) Pharrell Williams. (laughs) I love it. I love that song. That song, it's just, I don't know. It just gets me in a good mood, but other songs, if I were to think of something like that song, what what that song did for me is that when I was in my depression, I played that song for about a month straight just so that I can get myself out of the depression. So yeah. that I can actually get to a place where I would actually believe that I was happy and, and that I could actually live happy. And so that was one of my songs. And another song that I like is, um, Eye of the Tiger, it's mm-hmm. Survivor. Because sometimes, you know, you get beat down by life and everything. And you just need to have that eye of the tiger to kind of just um, push, you know, like push through and have that focus so that you can actually be able to just overcome whatever challenges you go through so like i said i'm eclectic as as well i love it but yeah those are two songs that i that i can think of on the top of my head that i like that i like a lot they're
1: both very great songs
0: yeah totally totally so how can we stay in touch with you what are your social media handles
1: so, you can find me on Instagram and it's at Guided Path Coaching. That's where I, I post up little meditations and all thoughts for the day and videos and all of that. Um, I'm also on my own website, which is guidedpathcoaching.org. Um, so, for those who want to follow my journey or would like to work with me as a coach, you got all the options. Um, and then the email is guidedpathcoaching at gmail.
0: Cool. Very simple. Guided Path Coaching. Awesome. Well, Katie, I want to thank you so very much for coming on the show, being vulnerable with us, telling your story. And I really believe that someone's going to be helped by your story. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. That's the reason
0: why I do it. Awesome. Awesome. So with that said, and to all you resilient minds out there, until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms. And don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Also, join the community of resilient minds and sign for our monthly newsletter at Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life, on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. And if you can think of one person that will receive value from today's show or connect with Katie's testimonial, please, please share it with them. Feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at only Cleone or resilientmind365 and today's guest at guidedpathcoaching on Instagram. And remember, mental health is not a death sentence. Despite your illness, you can strive, thrive, and live a life of abundance. Until next time, I'm Cleone Crawford, and I'm signing off. Oh, oh,